This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Right, lads, we're back. Welcome back to... Uh, uh, lads, sorry, that's not very PC. I think that's a bit 80s of me, isn't it? Uh, welcome to the Wednesday week uh, for our, our, well, our season preview, I suppose, proper. Uh, the other day we were moonlighting with uh, Alex and Joe from uh, from the Sheffield Star. Thanks a lot to those boys for joining us. Uh, you can't see me right now, but I've lost a bit of weight, so that's nice, isn't it? Also joining me on the line, I've got uh, I've got Monty Dangerous, I've got Simon, and I've got Smashed Offleys, the Ash Master himself, the Pie Master. How's everybody going? I hope you're all right. So uh, come with us tonight as we take you on a journey to talk about the absolute big hitter that was the uh, the Walsall game, Simon. That were nice. That wasn't it. <laughs> Great timing. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, wasn't it? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I was actually. I went round to a friend's to watch it because I couldn't work out if we could use iPlayer or not. I mean, nobody's told anybody now. Us with season tickets, what we can do, whether we can watch anything. So I, um, I went round to my mates and watched it, but I don't actually remember it. And I was driving, so. It was that memorable. I don't remember it. Was it? Uh, it was it? Was it like one of those journeys that you go on? You know, when you start driving, and uh, and you just drive it and drive it, and then go, wait, have I got here? Like you know what I mean? My, it, it was my twenty-minute drive to work in the morning. Where behind me, it's it's like Wolf of Wall Street, where I have one thought that I got from home to work absolutely fine, and then I go outside, my car's on fire, and there's death and destruction. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stay off those quaaludes, <laughs> mate. <laughs> it, it, it was a non-event of non-ness, as far as I can see. I had a quick look at the statistics. Um, each team had one shot on target through the entire game. One well, shot on target. I mean, I mean, I that's mean, how good it was. I mean, Dave. I mean, is that something you'd expect from a team with one recognised first team striker, or? Um... 
Oh, was you know? Oh, it was Adam reach the bench. I think he's. I think he's. Adam <laughs> he wasn't even playing. Simon went back to look at the statistics, hoping that the numbers would somehow make the game look better than it was on the pitch when actually watching it. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It doesn't bear well. If if you're saying that's what we're going to be like for the season going forward, then aye, it's not. It's not. It's not positive. But it was. It was with the lack of a pre-season. That was. For all intents and purposes, it was a it was a training exercise. It was a bounce match. It was to try something out, and yeah, I don't think two midfielders up front works, does it? I mean, yeah, the uh, the old four six zero formation doesn't exactly bode well for an attacking formation, does it? I mean, I mean, what about you, Ash? I mean, like, you know, was did you celebrate at home with your own homemade chicken bolty pies or all like that? I know you're, you're quite a whiz in the kitchen. <laughs> No, first of all, it's great to be back, lads, I've got to say. Um, thing, but come on, be positive. It's new season. Everyone's got to get act together. It's happy as anything, isn't it? Let We're going to storm it. 12 points. What? Let, me, let me stop you there. I am not having it that we're, we're on a podcast <laughs> and you're the positive one. I'm not having it. Mate, it says new season, new me. Lockdown's changed me. I've seen a new perspective <laughs> on football. Mate, what, what, what's that? It, it's it's going to be great. Everyone's down the jumps. Twitter is a cesspit of negativity. Not having it. And it's like the game of the show. Everything's <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was so good, I didn't even watch the match. <laughs> I was working. I was working, but I watched the highlights and Dawson made a cracking save from a shit penalty. Right. That's it. That's it. That's the highlight. Is that it, Ash? Are you in the Windsor win camp? I, is that it? Yeah, I'm. I, I win. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. I, a win is a win. Next round of the cup, and for me, and I think, well, I don't. I don't speak for many supporters because probably don't think like me. But if we'd have lost, all shit would have gone down on Twitter. But do we really need the extra games midweek? You know, with the squad threadbare. Um, if we'd have lost, then it wouldn't have been a bad thing. It was a shit performance, um, but it, it's a, a win's a win. Mm. So I mean, that's why I'm taking out of it. it. It could have been a hell of a lot worse, but positive, we're on it this season. <laughs> Simon, <laughs> that, 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 that's a solid point. Like, do, do you agree with that? Right. Okay. Let let let's brass tacks and all. Jokes aside, now lads, serious face. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Sir? That this is it. This is this is the hand of cards that we've been dealt with, isn't it? Now you're absolutely right. It was a pre-season friendly. Um, playing Adam Reach up front, that didn't work, did it? But you know we've we've got until October. The transfer window finishes in October, doesn't it? So there's another month to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, we've got. I like the signings that we've signed. I do like the, the players he's signed. I do like the fact that he's actually dismissed. I'm sorry about this, Ash, but he's dismissed Atiniu coming back because. Well, that's just kicked me in the balls. I was positive. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, mate. I'm I'm I, I, I'm out with out with the old and in with the new, and I think this is a new chapter. The real thing starts on Saturday because I had a quick look at the table. Why did I have a look at the table? And strangely enough, Where are we? we are Where are the we? league. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not on, it's not on uh, alphabetical order because we've oh. got minus 
points. We're already bottom of the league. The bastards have already put us bottom of the league. So <laughs> the the we've got to be positive. I mean, Twitter, like you said, is just horrible. And I would, if we had lost that game on Saturday, it wouldn't have been worth going on because it would have been absolutely horrible. We it starts Saturday. But but, but that, what do you that's think? The most important thing. But, but Simon, what would you thought like if we did? What lose? do I think? No, yeah, yeah. What do you think if if we did lose and the cesspit of Twitter? Do you think like most supporters would they look at long term? Like you said, we've got a. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. It could have been a good thing. Yeah, Not going it, to where is it, it, it Rochdale and maybe going to Fulham away if we get. Yeah. Concentrating on the league the week before the league yeah. starts. Concentrating on the league. Yeah, we, 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 going, well, we're minus 12. You know, this going to football matches. Yeah. You know, it's going to football matches. I think the way it is at the moment, they may as well just play in Hillsborough Park or on the moon because it, so it, only two choices. there isn't any. None of us are, none of us are going. Probably get so none of us are going. We watch it on TV. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, the, the, they pipe in this bloody crowd noise, which is the most annoying thing in the well, world ever. Yeah. Right, it's just soulless. It's horrible, and I don't know whether that's added to the what Twitter has become. Um, I just I'm watching these games and not seeing a great deal of passion. From how can you show passion to a game when you're not there? It, it, it's it's a really odd feeling I've got at the moment. Personally, I'll go back to saying that our season starts it. against Cardiff. You want, mate? It does have that tournament feel to it, doesn't it? It has that, like, you know, like where it's miles away in a different country. And, and unless you're like, yes. you know, like, like me and Ash did it yeah. at 2016, we got tear gas. But, like, you know what I mean? There's that, it's got that, um, it's got that tournament feel to it where you're miles away and you're just sat there watching through the telly trying to get involved. I mean, is that, yeah, is, is that the way you feel about it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I've been trying to get involved just through what's going on behind the scenes. But again, I mean, I think Wednesday's social media uh, has been really good and there's been a lot of talk about it, hasn't there, because of the fact that we can't go and watch them. And I think it has been really good. And I think the signings, uh, again, as I say, I think the positive signings. Um, but the, 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 the truth is, we've got to overturn those 12 points as quick as possible, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> if push comes to shove, we've got to overturn those 12 points as quick as possible or else... It doesn't matter if Monk's brought all his back crew in from wherever and created this middle-aged boy band in S6. It doesn't matter, does it? Because I think it's, it's going to be tough. Because even if we have an amazing September, we're still going to be right down at the bottom. So it's going to be yeah. hard. If, if we start well and have maybe three wins out of the first four, we're still going to be at the bottom of the league. And it's going yeah. to be quite hard to get over that mentality of we've started well, but the team, teams yeah. are still like six, seven points ahead of us. Yeah. And if we don't, we could get to November and that gap will be absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. And then what happens then? I mean, we just wait for t- trying to, 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 to spin on it, Ash. Yeah. Yeah. I try, I try to got, put businesses got... spin on it, Ash, and it's so difficult. So, and us not being there adds to that, adds to that negativity. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's brought us down for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about something positive. So um, I feel that as a, uh, I mean, Ash is, Ash is in positive camp. I think that lasted four minutes, Ash. Well done, that's a new Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm still there, I'm still there. You, you've bummed Ash out. And so I'm, I'm off the booze as well. Sorry, I'm, off, Sorry, I'm, I'm off the booze as well. 
Oh wow, blimey, Charlie! Well, that's uh, that's that's the decline of this show already started. Um, so, Dave, talk to me about these new signings. I mean, c- come on, man. There's there's been some good ones there, right? I mean, Izzy yeah. Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. Kachunga as well is was quite prolific. It, uh, I found out on Tuesday that they've been playing him left wing, so that's why his um, his scoring per game record has been quite poor. And then we all know that that Windass. I mean, th- this is going to sound mental. But Windass, in terms of goals per game, he had what nine appearances for us and got and got three goals. Mm-hmm. One in three for us ain't too shabby, no? I I do agree. In in despite the uh, the negativity, I think the signings um, relative to what we were going to really be able to achieve, it is good. It, it, we've we've seen a number of players that have left the club that have they've been they've been very very good players but they've obviously been on good wages and they've had their own injury problems and they need to be replaced um we've trimmed down the size of the squad in the attacking department probably more than we needed to but the players you can't really criticize the players that are being brought in um dunkley is by all accounts a highly rated center half when he was at wigan um circumstances seen him come to wednesday is it a good age for a center half albeit overcoming an injury um like you say, Windass, yeah, it's probably come for a reasonable amount of, you know, we've gone for a reasonable fee. You know, it sounds like we've had to pay off what we're going to owe Rages, which is something like about 450000 So if we've gone in for that, it's not a massive amount of money. And like you say, he added a dimension to a team that we didn't have last season, somebody a little bit more direct. Um, Izzy Brown, yeah, he's, he seems to be on two or more than the levelers do. He's, he's just never, ever in the one place, but he's, he's going to be... A useful addition. I think he's gonna. He's got quality. Chelsea wouldn't have kept him on if he didn't. Uh, and he has got Championship experience. Um, the boy we signed from Manchester City. That oh, I won't even try to fail and pronounce his name. FDB. Um, he's he's a good signing as well because it's another thing we've not had in midfield. Alex Hunt's coming through and looking like a promising player in terms of his technique and his touch. But he's got the physique of well, a boy still, and he's got the appearance of it. Whereas. If you're going to have somebody a little bit more physical in there, um, that's not Joey Pelletese, um, that's fine by me, anybody that's not Joey Pelletese. So, yeah, it's the good signings. We just need to see how they're going to, they're going to, they're going to fit in, how they're going to um, bed in with the players that are already there. Um, but there's positivity there. We just need, we just need it to, to, to fit into what Monk's planning in terms of a system. And you'd like to think with him bringing his own back room staff in, He's bought these players with a view to them fitting into the system, and hopefully we should be able to kick on from there if all goes well. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, Simon, do you, do you echo what Dave said there? Have you had any any concerns about any of the Simon's signings there? No, no I I agree. I, I'm a little bit God, negative again. Um, oh, you're bumming Ash outside. Look at this. Oh man. Sorry. No, sorry. No, I think I think you've got to look at the players who signed and, and like. Some people have questioned Kachunga, but he was in a very poor Huddersfield side last season. You know, it, it, they, they were struggling all over. So any any player's going to struggle to score there. Um, Izzy, Izzy Brown, I, 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 that was brilliant. I thought that's a great signing. That's a superb signing. The, the lad from um, Delhi, from, from Man City, he looks a big, powerful unit. He looked a little bit lost on Saturday, but I think he'll, he'll come good. Um, we just need a, a couple of little more tweaks in the side, I think. Um, but we're going in the right way. I think I think these are good attacking players, and I think they're positive players, and that's what we need. Um, 
And the fact that they've come to the team, and obviously Windass, you know, again, he was in a poor side last season, didn't really feature a lot. And then when he came in in to us, he was in a poor side. Now, um, he he, he looked our positive shining light towards the end of the season. So I think they're all all positive signings. I really do. And at the end of the day, that... They've they've come to a side who are on minus twelve points. You know they've come and they've obviously shown that they want to do a job for us. So no, I think they're good. They're good. Okay, okay. Well, you know, Ash, that was a little bit positive, a little bit more of a bounce for you there, pal. I mean, does anybody stand out for you as one of the big boys here? Like you know, I mean, you've got um, you've got Izzy Brown, Nasai. I mean. You know, you're 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 the uh, the old man of the podcast. He's, he's referred to <laughs> he you is. quite a lot. Um, I mean, Izzy Brown, like he's what twenty three, twenty four. He needs to shave it off, doesn't he, Si? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know because all the photographs I've seen of him, he's got his big headband on, and then he yeah. got off the bus. He got off the bus and it's spinning a bit at the front, isn't it? The hair's attached to the headband. If he takes it off, it just is <laughs> bald. It's like, it's like Russ Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do. <laughs> Like one of those golf caps. He's going a little bit. It's getting a little bit thin here, is he? You know, I'm a man who's like that. fifty in a month, and I've still got all mine. Is he shave it off? Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he's, he's, his wife needs to cut it, Ash. He needs to come round to your house and get the yeah. one yes. out. I'll say, it yeah, it's off. been. Yes, it's yeah. I, it's uh, go what, on. what the the my, my, mine's. Um, having a race to the back of my head, the left and the right side and down the middle is a bit, 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 bit all right. But yeah, but... I was asking you about phrase? the sidings, not about your <laughs> fucking airline. <laughs> uh, signings, um, I, yeah, I think I agree with the, what the guys have uh, said. Um, I'm, I'm always, I always, I know I've come across sounding positive, but, I am looking at the the negatives. Is the goals where the goals going to come from? I know you you alluded to Kachunga played uh, wide on the left, and, and he did have I think his one season where he scored was it thirteen goals, um, and I just don't. I, I hope I, I totally hope I'm wrong because we all want everyone to do well and score as many goals. But Rhodes, oh, yeah, he's not going to get as goals is he? I think everyone said that, but where? Where else are we going to get goals from? Windass, yep. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good signing. It, like I say, he did start well before his injury. Um, I do like the look of this. Uh, oh, what the Delhi guy, lad? Mm. He's. Uh, I think he's going to be quite powerful in the middle. Which I think don't think we've really had anyone like that. I know Hutchinson was powerful in a different way, but this guy looks like he could c- carry the ball and uh, and give. Bannon a bit of help, which is uh, lacked for the last couple of seasons. I'm going to ask you about um, Barry Bannon now, Ash, I, 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 and I'll, I'll come to I'll come to you. Barry guys. Chuffin Bannon. Barry yeah. Chuffin <laughs> Bannon. You know, we'll probably get a copyright issue against him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, the, the but with Barry Bannon, how many times have you seen him get the ball? And, and don't get me wrong, the guy can pick a pass. He's a very measured footballer, and and yeah. I know he's he's been chosen as the captain this season, which probably means. See your pals to uh, to Tom Lee's, um, or, or Tom Lee's is going to be a fringe player. Um, do you not feel that Bannon isn't direct enough, given that the, the the players we've got? I mean, bear in mind we are a team that, in recent years, during the era of Bannon, 
has had a lot of strikers that we have complained as fans that they've not been getting enough service. Now, you know, we've all played football manager. Would you actually put him in as a DMC that doesn't actually tackle? Like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but he gets the ball and he constantly does that it's, little run, run around the back thing and everything uh, past him. I mean, we need something a bit I've, more direct, don't we? Yeah, I've, I've, I think I've said on the pod a few times and all the guys who sit, sit near me have uh, made this comment of like, everything has to go through Bannon. I mean, it must be in his contract. He's got to touch the ball every time we move forward. But but he is he is he has been for the last couple of years our only real outlet for creativity, which hope I hope it changes. And with his captain set, and I hope he his game changes or monks come into a where we've got a bit more of an outlet. Izzy Brown, we've got um, Windass. You know what I mean? Where where it hasn't just got to go. Bannon, like you said, collects the ball, turns, and then he sprays one where he's going to be a bit more measured. He's got a bit more responsibility with being the captain. But obviously, hopefully, that has the Sky effect on him. Um, that Obviously, when we've been on Sky, he always pulls a blinder out. And I, I hope it does. Because, I mean, he's been there, what is it now, five seasons? And uh, he has been our most consistent player. But there is some deck games, like any other player, he goes, he goes and gets lost. Um, so, I hope... I do hope that the new signings, the way Monk wants to play now he's getting his players and his staff and what he's going to ask of the older players, because he is now. Um, and he he's just has a bit more freedom in the middle and plays how he wants to and how he can do and what we've seen flashes of. And he hasn't been, for me, hasn't been Mr. Consistent all the time. Um but I feel that this season, I think he will take that captaincy by the scruff. And uh, I think we'll, we will see a different Barry Bannon this season. Hopefully, we'll see a different Barry Bannon this season. What about, uh, what about you, Dave? Do you, uh, do, do you agree? I mean, have we replaced Kieran Lee well enough with uh, FDB, Fuck the Blades? Have we, uh, have we you know, have we, uh, have we replaced <laughs> him enough? Guys? I've, got, I've got the gags here, you know. No strikers yeah, up front. Up. No strikers I've... up front. That's a reach. Oh. Yeah, oh, oh, bloody hell. I've got more lined up. If you could see oh, what I, I could see I when I'm cleaning windass. <laughs> yeah, all time. Dave, that, yeah, that one yes. wasn't as good. No, Shut up. I know. Top you too soon then, mate. Dave, talk, um, talk, talk to me about, about Bloody Bannon. Right. So I, I do agree with Ash. I think that um, he's, he's now he's got to embrace this role as the senior player in the team. Is the one that's that's been there. He's an established player, and he has got the quality. From bits of the Warsaw game that I, I watched, I don't think we're going to. I don't think we've replaced Kieran Lee in his prime because I don't think you can, and certainly with the budget that we've got, you can't. But from what I did see in the, the Warsaw game, I did see times where the three centre midfielders kind of went layered. So Luongo went the deepest, like the defensive part of the midfield, the one that Bannon was occasionally doing last season, as in all the time taking a ball off the centre halves. Bannon could play right in the middle of the park, and then allow Dele uh, Bashiru to play push further up. And Upwell, in that game, probably the role that perhaps Izzy Brown might play when he plays in the midfield as the attacking midfielder. So if, if, if you're going to have that layer through the park and then Bannon's not having to play right off the front man because he hasn't got the physique to be able to do it. He hasn't got bags of pace. And he's not a dribbler and all that. He, he wants time and space to play a good pass. And if you're playing right on the sort of centre center circle, which is where he's, he was operating, you have got that space and that room to make the passes wide and forward. I did see that Luongo at times in that Warsaw game when um, Iorfa goes on his marauding runs, 
uh, Luongo is dropping back into, into the back line there, which is, it might be a good thing to do. I don't know if Iorfa can be trusted to be able to do that and not, you know, and get back again in time. But if, if he's been encouraged to do that, as long as the midfielder's going to plug that gap, it is a shame to see Luongo play deeper because he was quite useful going forward last season. But again, that's what, that's what I saw in the Warsaw game. Uh, and if they're going to do it that way, and that's going to play to Bannon's strengths, and uh, Dele Bashir was quite happy to go there and push in and break into the box of the third striker. Or if Izzy Brown's playing that role, if we're playing, say, Windass and uh, Junger up front, it's probably a smart way of layering the midfield. So that's what they're doing when we're going forward. And then, obviously, if, if people are then breaking, we should always still have enough cover in the middle of the park. There should be a couple of players behind. So uh, if Bannon's wanting that, if it's kind of being built around him and you're going to have cover behind him so he doesn't have to chase back and he's going to have players in front of him so he doesn't have to push forward and he can just pick his passes, as long as he embraces that role, which might be the reason why he's got the captaincy, then it, it's got to be a good thing. As long as, as, long as, he's, as long as he's wanting to play and wanting to play in that manner, uh, it should suit him. Uh, I'm just curious to see how he is now his, now his big pal's gone, to see if he's still, uh, still, still as hungry to play for us. I think, I think that's an excellent point, actually. I mean, Simon, I'm going to chuck you under the bus in just a second here and absolutely stitch you up with a big question here. But, um, but it's nice that... Um, it's nice that... Um, I, I think that, you know, by the fans, the the, the, mid, the centre midfield specifically with Joey Pelopesi, who's going to partner Bannon? Uh, and, and all that question seems to have been answered in the signings we've got. It's nice to see that Gary Monk has got the same issues we have as fans. You know what I mean? It turns out he's not blind. You what, not I mean? able to go to Hillsborough? Yeah, that one. So, uh, <laughs> but, the, uh, but, but Simon, there, you know, there is a, a, a definite chat to be had about uh, formation and uh, whether we go with the 5-3-2 like we tried at, at, uh, after, after the lockdown period, where does Matt Penny and Adam Reach fit into that, uh, how the midfield is going to pan out, it, you know, is uh, I've, I've, with, with Miller, have we decided that that's not worked out, pal, or, or you're going to go on the side or you're going to play second fiddle to Palmer, I mean, how do you think we're going to line up? That's a big question, isn't it? moving on Um, I think you've got to have Massimo and Bannon in the middle there I thought Massimo really if he can keep fit this season then he is a more than able replacement for Hutchinson Um, and I think he has elements of Hutchinson and Kieran Lee if he's not asked to sit back as Dave was alluding to he's a guy who appears in the box and scores and he, and he did do that a couple of times on Saturday um, then you've got to look at who and what you're going to have on the wings um, I'd like to have seen Murphy come back to be honest and you know it, it, there was talk earlier on about three million quid for him which to be honest seems quite a bargain compared to what Newcastle paid for him but then it's wages, isn't it? And, and wages. Yeah, we can't it. afford that. Yeah. What? Well, I think we could afford the three million. I think it's the wages, mate. I think it's the the wages are the issue. Um, we've 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 got to look. I thought Matt Penny looked superb when he came on, but we had flashes of brilliance brilliance under Yost, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, Changed the game for me. I, I thought. I yes. think he gave us an an extra uh, avenue, didn't he? Well, we ended up also, we brought Rhodes on, didn't we? So we actually had a striker up front, you know? So it was this case of, all right, he, he is, you know, he is classed as a striker, whether he is or not, I don't know now. 
Um, but we had that extra avenue and, and then Windass up, up front. You've, you've, you've got to say that you've got Izzy in there. Um, I think Reach can still do a job, but you've got to play him in a position on the wing. I it certainly that, shifted the weight from last season as well. Fucking hell, yeah. I mean, he actually looks ill, to be honest, but um, I, they haven't had a great deal of off time. He, is, he must have been the only bloke during lockdown to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Is that your excuse, yeah. Ash? Is that his... Yeah. <laughs> lockdown, mate. Yeah, you, you know it. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so before I move on then, Ash, I'm going to come to your uh, new segment, but I, uh, I want to come to your segment uh, and give it the, the normal Wednesday week. Now, long-time listeners of this show uh, would know that we start these, uh, these sessions, we start these segments of the show that only last about three weeks, and then we forget all about them and start something new. So uh, for three weeks only, Ash, I'm going to introduce you with a big, with a big introduction now. Are you ready? Ash, that's, that's all I've got so far. I'll, I'll put something in a bit more showbiz in the edit, if I can be asked. Ash, now, I believe that this is a stat-based, uh, stat-based segment you're going to hit me up with, yes? You would hope to think so, Danielson, wouldn't you? So, in this uh, beloved but short-lived section of the show, yeah. I will be uh, enlightening our fans. We all love a good stat, and we all, and there's plenty of uh, stats out there. Twitter, there's a couple of guys that love do all the stats and everything. So, this is to rival that. Are you taking so the Pete Bowman crown? Is this is this what's happening? Are no, no, never. No, no, no. He's he's no, no. That that would take some. I have enough. We're fucking, excuse my language, fucking about spreadsheets on my job. Uh, never mind in my free time. So, um, so here we go. This is, this is one for the fans, for the first stat. So, scenes as that we cannot go to the football. Mm-hmm. For the first five away games of the season, the fans would have been travelling 1,336 miles Round trip to <laughs> each of the stat. five games. <laughs> right. Is that so, from is that from is that from S6? That, that is from S that's from S6, Simon, not right. from us scrubbers that live out in the sticks. <laughs> yeah, for me it's about right. two hours with the work there though. Well, yeah, and and, and and I'm not even gonna go for Dave. Sorry, oh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. So we've got Car- and these are only league games, by the way. So we've got Cardiff, Bristol, Birmingham. Rotherham and Wickham. So yeah, one thousand three hundred thirty-six miles. So wow. there you go. How's that, that one? That's a big start. Is is that oh, the only one you've got for this segment? Do we close the segment off? Or, or, or no, no, no. I've got I've, I've got a couple of us. I mean, people are going to be crying out for these because they've they've always wanted to know these stats. So stopping, oh, it, it, stopping it, Ash in the street and asking him, give us another. <laughs> oh, oh, I nearly said stop Ash. Not uh, st- if I get stopped in Diddington, it'll be bloody stabbing, not bloody asking questions. Right, I don't live in Diddington, by the way, people. And if you do, it's a lovely place. Right, so um, of the four favourites for relegation this season, obviously uh, we are one of them. So Wickham are favourites, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham, and then Luton. So what I did, I thought, how long did it take the respective clubs to get to the twelve magic 12 points? 
Bearing in mind, two of these were in League One. So Wickham took six games to get to 12 points. Mm -hmm. Sheffield Wednesday took nine games last season in the Championship. Rotherham took seven games in League One. And Luton took 11 games. Now, what that means is fuck all, because we're on pot minus 12 points. <laughs> but I just thought I'd chuck it in there. That's a very good start that I should have done really is well. That, yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> right, and... Uh, the one for just Sheffield Wednesday. Here we go. These are the these are the numbers that you're all bothered about. So, the squad is has got an average age of twenty six point four years, right. which is quite young actually. I, I was quite surprised at that one. We have eleven registered foreigners, which accounts for forty five point eight percent of the uh, squad. <laughs> That's it. See, I'm, I'm telling you. I think I think Peter's going to be hanging his boots up, well, hanging his calculator up now, and he'll hear somebody in the Norwegian fjords going, "No, well, he's, he's done, he's done, Ash. That's it, done, mate. He's done." So the the uh, I know you're all impressed with that, and I'm sure things. So uh, for I, I am on a, the transfer list. So if uh, stats about that are uh, listening, you know where I am. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for that for new segment. Ash, can you do a Scandinavian accent the next time we do that? You know that, you know that fruity German that they're speaking in. in you know? Now that that was that a bit like is that, is that like a bit wrong to do that? I've never spoke to Pete. I'm sure he's very good, and I'm quite interested in all his stats. He does a cracking job. But these are more off the cuff, um, just basic, just quick fire. You know that. So like the next person like who's I don't know. It was in the new Barrett before the uh, the match, and they think, "Hey, did you hear? Did you hear someone on podcast? He come up with a cracking start. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't know that. There you are. Oh, They're not. Uh, yep, they are. Right. Well, well, that, that's a segment there. There we are. They do for the twenty 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 one season. Ash tells us the average age of the squad. Well, folk, mate, it's, <laughs> like you could, it's like you could have googled it, Ash. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That took a lot of investigation journalism, that did. I can see, mate. I, I can see you pulled out your uh, your magnifying glass. You're like, no, oh, yeah, that's some lovely stats. That is, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I've seen it, mate. I've seen it. Right. Uh, I've got to appreciate that, boys. <laughs> Good. On, uh, this is the official introduction to another new segment that we're probably going to keep on for, uh, for three weeks. Uh, this is my catch-up with uh, the uh, Cardiff podcaster. He's been doing it as long as we have. Um, this is Ben from A View from the Ninian. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. Okay, so joining me uh, today as part of a new segment, one of those regular new segments that we bring in and then we'll probably toss it off after about six weeks, I've got Ben from, uh, let me get this right, The View from the Ninian or have you dropped the The? Uh, you, you can say it wherever you way, but yeah, View from the Ninian, basically. Um, yeah, View from the Ninian podcast. Uh, nice, to, nice to be on. Thanks for having me on. Uh, no problem at all. Now, it transpires that you're a uh, podcasting stalwart like ourselves. Uh, you've been going for the best <laughs> yeah. part of a decade as well. Yeah, yeah, podcast veteran. Uh, we started this before we went. We, I think in the time that we've been doing this podcast, we've gone red, gone back to blue. We've had three or four chairmen. It's just, you know, it's been a whirlwind of a, a 10-year period. Well, I almost like I yourself. You've had a few chairmen yourself. I was going to say, I could chew your ear all off about that same topic all day. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so we're going to go through this segment. I'm going to call it the TWW Big Nine. Uh, I, I couldn't think of 10 questions, so we're just going to start at nine. So we're going to call it the Big Nine. <laughs> Uh, so okay. I'm going to dive straight in. So obviously we're playing you this weekend. Uh, who's the player to watch? Who's the one to look out for? Well, it, it kind of depends on fitness at the moment. I think um, Harris said in his press conference today that your man Lee Tomlin might be coming back into the team. And, you know, Lee Tomlin's got magic in his boots. I think he was our top scorer and top assist uh, giver last season. So if mm-hmm. he's playing, then I, I'd have to say him. Uh, but if I was going to pick someone else, I'd say Josh Murphy. I think you had his brother Jacob on loan we last did. year. We did. Um, um, I, I really like Josh Murphy, but you, you never quite know what you're going to get with him. Um, and I think if, he, if he's in the mood on Saturday, then uh, he, he could tear any defence apart. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Tomlin and Murphy to, for the players to watch. Uh, Tomlin, has he, uh, has he shifted a few pounds? I mean, he's always been known for being a, what we call he a has. big stag. Uh, you know, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he has, st- actually. I think he... Um, look, we, we signed him in 2017, and he didn't have a great first year. Then we got to the Premier League, and he was nowhere to be seen. But I think he came back at the start of last season, and fair play to him. He, I think he lost about um, 11 to 12 kilograms. Wow. The best part of a couple of stones shifted and then away. He he's, he's banging free kicks in against the Wednesday, didn't he? Banging free kicks in. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, last season, I, I kind of, I'd almost written off Tomlin, which is perhaps unfair of me because of the reasons you say he always came mm. back overweight. You couldn't rely on him. But last year, he was, you know, if, if you needed something to happen and he was on the bench or he was on the pitch, you just gave him the ball and he, he would do something. He's, you know, I, 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 it kind of pains me to say how good he really is because I think part of me almost just wanted to be done with him because he was so unreliable but now he's his first name on the team sheet if he's fit oh that's upsetting all right so uh, yeah <laughs> I, I think i think we've already got his cards marked anyway ben to be fair mate so yeah um, yeah you can mark him out again <laughs> yeah this um this next one's a bit moot as it stands right now obviously but uh you know for future reference in case i toss this mm-hmm. um segment off in the future uh, and we all we all turn up in cardiff where's the best place for an away pint <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for a really nice craft beer, you've got um, places like Tiny Rebel, Tiny Rebel Brewery, which mm-hmm. is a Newport-based brewery. They've got a really nice bar in the centre of town, Cardiff. Uh, sadly, there's, there's no really good pubs around by the ground anymore because we've moved to the new ground and um, the, the old Ninian Park ground is gone, uh, pub is gone. So I'd say if you're sticking with town, you go Tiny Rebel, Beelzebub's is another place. It's like a, another craft beer place. Or you've got I don't know, a few kind of down and dirty pubs if you want, like Kiwis, which is always good for a night out. Um, depends what you're looking for, really. But we've got, you know, we've got you covered, really. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I've had a good few <laughs> nights out in Cardiff. And uh, I remember Where going Where did you one, go? I think it was called Bed. I, it just had loads of beds <laughs> in it. Like, you know. Yeah, I think I know what you mean, actually. I think I know what you mean. I can't remember if it was called Bed, but I remember there being a bar that had, um, it was called Bunkhouse. Is that what it was? Bunkhouse, it was called. Yeah, and it had like beds that you could sit in, basically, right? It was yeah. like an old hostel. Instead of chairs, it was yeah. just like weird little cots. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was it, Bunkhouse. But obviously, Sheffield Wednesday fans have got a, a fond memory of going out on the beer in Cardiff after our promotion when, in, from the Millennium Stadium. So uh, is it uh-huh. Queen Street? Is that, the, is that the street? Is that the What's the big main road? Yeah, you've got two. So you've got Queen Street, which is like the shopping street, then St. Mary's Street, which is like St. where St. all the bars would have been. And then yep. Westgate Street is where um, the Millennium Stadium actually is. And Tiny Rebel is actually on Westgate Street. So if you're in Tiny Rebel, you, you're looking at the Millennium Stadium, basically, which um, it's a good ground for a little promotion party, isn't it? Well, let's, let's, let's hope we're both there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Promotion party. <laughs> we'll see you next season on that one. Um, yeah, 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 so, exactly. This will be back next year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this, one's, this one's a weird one because obviously we spend a lot of our time chatting shit about our players. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and force you to chat shit about one of yours. I mean, who is the All right. overrated player at Cardiff? You know, the one that everybody goes, oh my God, they've got that guy. And then, and then you're sat watching him week in, week out going, 
why are people worried about this guy? Like, you know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a tough one, really. I think, I think we've got a couple of overrated players, but probably not for that reason. I think, you know, people would probably say Murphy's overrated because a lot mm-hmm. of people like him, but then he doesn't ever really turn up. I think if I had to pick a couple of players who I thought were overrated in our team, we've got Aidan Flint. Um, yeah. And I don't think he's overrated. I think he's all right, but we, we paid a fair amount of money for him last summer and he's never really lived up to the billing. Um, well, let me tell you about I, I, bloody Aidan, bloody Flint. Uh, I mean, he's he the guy a, doing the star jumps, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, guy doing uh, the star jumps. So, yeah, so let's slag off Aidan Flint for five minutes. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the weird thing about Aidan Flint is we should probably play him as a striker because I think last year he scored mm. about seven or eight goals. Mm. He's got two or three in preseason. He's an absolute menace in the opposing team's box. But the problem is he's also a menace in our own box. Mm-hmm. So you never really know what you're going to get with him. Like, he, he could be... He, you know, he's very good in the air, obviously, because he's very tall. But if you get on the wrong side of him, he's, you know, he turns like a cart horse. Um, I, I think I'm being a bit too harsh on him because, I, I, you know, he's still going to be in the team. But I think um, the money we paid for him, he just hasn't lived up to the billing. And I think at the moment, that's as close as we've got to an overrated player. So it's very pragmatic of you, that, Ben. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, we've, I think we, you know, our squad is kind of, you know, I, a, couple, a couple of years ago, a couple of seasons ago, we had Harry Arter on loan and people loved Harry Arter. But again, I couldn't see the fuss about Harry Arter because he just didn't, he was crap. He'd get the ball and, you know, he, he ran around a lot, but he couldn't pass and he couldn't shoot. So, he's wasted on us. <laughs> I, I give you a list of players at the Wendy that did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so next one then. Have, we, have you guys got any big injuries, any questionable players, that, you know, the ones that you're going to miss or have you, uh, you know, have you got a clean bill of health coming up? No, so we, you know, uh, apart from the obvious, Nathaniel Mendes Lang is a questionable player because he's been sacked. Um, we've got, uh, like I said at the top, uh, Tomlin is coming back from injury, but the other player that we've also got is Joe Riles. Mm-hmm. Um, they were training this week. Uh, Joe Riles is another central midfield player, but um, Harris has said they were training. He hasn't said whether they're going to be fit to go. And I think um, if we were going to be missing one player, I think it would be Joe Riles. He's um, a bit of an anchor man in the mid- middle of the park. He's very calm on the ball, very solid, does the good, th- the easy things well but also has a, a bit of a, a whip on him with his, with his set pieces. So they're the two players. We've got a few others, like uh, a winger called Gavin White, who's come back from international duty with a bad hamstring. And um, Isaac Fussell, who we, we signed a year ago and has never really played because he got injured basically on his second game and then hasn't been back since. Uh, those two are probably definitely out. Rolls and Tomlin are the questionable ones. It's got quite a list, that there, Ben. Put the fire with Yeah. How many have you got injured? Uh, well, <laughs> we we don't get told anything. You know what I mean. We find out on oh, the really, day, yeah. When the team sheet comes out, uh, we've only got two registered strikers with the uh, with the club right now. We've got Jordan Rhodes and a and a young kid called Hagen. Um, what about Chow? Isn't Chow there? Uh, no, we sold him to Reading for a whopping eight million pounds. Oh. Uh, you know, we should have. Well, been you can, I've, I've I've heard you're about to sign Ken Zahor, right? I believe so. Yes, Cardiff, former Cardiff Ken Zahor. Oh, right. Well, uh, if there's anything you can tell us about him, I will catch straight up with you about that. But, uh, but I might know the answer to this next one, uh, because I know, it's not a, uh, I know it's not a great fond memory for you guys. Uh, I think it was about <laughs> 2007, 2008, but your relationship yeah. with Sheffield Wednesday, is, is that the one that sticks in the mind? Yeah, I think so. What was it? Last game of the season, all we needed was a point or, or three points. I can't remember exactly what, but we needed something from the final day of the season and you beat us. Um, which meant we lost out on the playoffs. Um, mm. And we were, at one point, basically absolutely hellfire sure for the playoffs, which was uh, an absolutely disappointing end to the season. But, you know, I think, uh, apart from that, I think we've got quite a good relationship. You seem to have uh, had a few Cardiff players, managers in your time. Dave Jones, mm. Darren Purse, Glenn Leuvens. You've got Kadeem Harris at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We've got a rather overweight Kadeem Harris. 
Yeah, absolutely. Did you? Yeah, he turned up and he was a big stag. You know what I mean? He was a big lad. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah, all, he started out running really well. And then uh, towards, like, you know, after the first couple of months, well, I mean, we were, you know, this will be a, a, a catchphrase that every Sheffield Wednesday fan will use in reference to last season, that we were third at Christmas. And Kadeem Harris yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the, the better players that we had. He was the bright sparks, wasn't he? Yeah, and then when the, uh, when the season fell, uh, you know, and this is a technical term, when the season fell to shit, um, <laughs> you know, he was one of the players that just didn't perform, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, it, that's not a bad one. That's a good one, you know what I mean? I could be sat here talking yeah. to a Leeds fan, I guess, couldn't I? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, exactly. No, and like, you know, if, I, if I'm being honest, I have nothing, you know, I like Sheffield Wednesday. You know, I like you guys. I think you're a good, you're a good, good proper football club, and I think we've had some battles in our time, right? It's just yeah, I enjoy That it. one from... 2009, I think it was actually, it just sticks in the memories because that season promised so much. And then on the final day, I think there were about two and a half, three thousand fans at Hillsborough who were just absolutely heartbroken. So, mm. um, well, yeah. you got your own back well, by you, uh, you got your own back by giving us Jay Bothroyd. You know what I mean? So, you know, got, we'll call <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what I've done. Uh, so, um, your finishing position. What are you aiming for this season? Um, I think we've got to go for playoffs, really. Um, mm. I think last year, we, at the start of the year, with the money we spent and the players we bought in, I think a lot of us were thinking it would probably get automatic. Mm. Obviously, the seasons didn't start very well under Warnock. Um, that fell away, but Harris came in and rescued it and managed to get us into the playoffs again. And I think, you know, Harris with the preseason, I know the league, you know, with, with the coronavirus and everything else, things are very strange out there at the moment. But he's got, you know, he's spent a bit of money, brought in people like Kiefer Moore. Um, he's able to mould the team in his in his style a bit more. And if he can uh, evolve us a little bit further on, then I absolutely think playoffs uh, is a minimum, really. It's a minimum, probably. I suppose it's like that most years now, isn't it? That that's the minimum uh, minimum expectation. Yeah, I think so. I think especially, you know, as as a club like us, I think since since we had Dave Jones come in, really, it's, it's always been the playoff are, are the aim. I think Dave Jones got us to the playoffs a couple of times, lost in the final. Mackay came in, got us promoted, even though that was in red. And then we had a couple of fallow years. But especially since the last promotion, it always feels like, um, yeah, the, the playoffs must, you know, we, we're Cardiff City, really. We've been in the Premier League. We, mm. It's probably the same for you guys. You don't want to aim for mid-table, do you? You need to be aiming higher. Well, with a 12-point deduction, mid-table's a big for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I know I've worded this terribly on the question I sent you earlier on, but any, is there any players that we wouldn't know about? Any, uh, any youth prospects coming through the, the ranks at Cardiff that are starting to get some game time? You know, like we, we've got um, a player, for example, that we had uh, in G- Germany on loan last year called Matt Penny. He's, you know, he's okay. a very attacking fullback and he's going to be really lively. But he's going to be our little pocket rocket. Do you know what I mean? Have you got any players yeah, such yeah, as yeah. that? For, for once, we actually do. I think, um, so it, if you look at the squad on, the, on the, the website, we've got this guy called Tom Sang and a guy called Mark Harris, who have both been included in the squad this year. They're both um, midfielders. One's a bit more attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, they're, they're, they're slightly older than the, kind of a youth player you'd expect. They're sort of early 20s. But um, I think they're, they're looking at game time this year. We've got a left back, a guy called Joel Baggin, who went to Notts County at the end of last year. And mm-hmm. apparently was a cut above in the conference for, a, for an 18, 19-year-old. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a couple of other players. One of the guys called Taz. He's a proper pocket rocket. If his name's Taz. Um, he's a kind of an attacking midfielder as well, who's on the verge of some game time as well. So, yeah, for the first time, I think we've got three or four players who... Uh, you know, even to Cardiff fans last year, they weren't really known to us. And, and, and now they're on the verges of probably being in the squad, if not getting a, a few appearances here and there. Amazing. Amazing. So, uh, obviously, you've travelled away. You've been doing this show for a long time. Have you got, um, aside Hillsborough, of course. Have you <laughs> of got course, any, uh, saying. 
Uh, and probably Swansea as well, because, you know, I, I know you guys like a day out at the seaside. We're going to go on the beach or Wine Street. But the, um, you know, have you got any good away grounds that you've been to where you've gone, this is mint here? I really, I, I've got a soft spot for Wickham, and they're in our league this year, and I really okay. hope we're allowed back in the, uh, yeah, back in the grounds be good. When, when Wickham's back, because it's a really nice little setup they've got. Have you got any, any closet favourites? Well, I think there's probably a couple, really. I think from this season, we went to Luton away, and it was my first ever time at Kenworth Road. And, um, oh, that away end's pretty I mean, spectacular, isn't it? It's, yeah, you're like sunken, the bars downstairs, the ground kind of rises around you. And it's a really, like, what I found really interesting is it was a really higgledy-piggledy ground because you've got one mm. side, you've got all the, like, um, uh, what's the word, like, um, corporate boxes. Yeah. And you've got a stand. Then there's that weird stand in the far corner. Then the yeah. main stand, then the away end. I really enjoyed it, though, because it was a bit of a shithole. And I like yeah, it. Like yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that as well. And then I think, I mean, it's it's not a championship ground, but um, I think we ended the Premier League season two years ago. And I just have to mention this, when we beat Man United away, 2-0 uh, <laughs> at Old Trafford. And I think going to, when you'd already been relegated, going to Man United away, who had Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who's, um, you know, a hated yeah, figure, the fans as manager. And we beat them 2-0. And it was just a, a sunny May bank holiday. And it was just like the most, never been to Old Trafford before. And it was like, okay, this is all right. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll let you mention that one. That's a good one to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Um, Don't mention okay. the scorer, though. Yeah, yeah, well. Um, so, <laughs> the <laughs> finally, uh, a score prediction. How do you think it's going to go? I mean, I know that Sheffield Wednesday have been quite uh, prolific. prolific I don't know if that's the word. You know, lively in the transfer market. Yeah. Uh, we're a bit of an unknown quantity to ourselves. Very dour nil-nil draw and win on penalties against Walsall in the League Cup. I mean, you know, a score prediction is going to be difficult. Yeah, well, you did better than us in the Carabao Cup. We lost 3-0 to Northampton. I'm not no. even sure how that happened. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go for it a... No, it was just a glorified friendly at that point. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one all draw. I think, okay. I, think, I think neither team are going to be too adventurous because obviously first game of the season, both kind of, you know, we're, we're, we've had a bad week in, in more ways than one. And I think it's kind of going to be a bit of feeling each other out. I think, like you say, we're a bit of an unknown quantity to ourselves with the new mm-hmm. players that we've brought in. Um. I, I would take a one-all draw. I think it's a, you know, a draw is a good start to the season. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with one-all. I'm, I'm going to say our, our new striker, Kiefer Moore, is going to get a goal. Uh, start, his, start his Cardiff career off well. Let's hope. Let's hope. Listen, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thanks a lot for joining us, Mr. Uh, ben James. Uh, just me clapping there. I'm just really like, yeah. The Wednesday Week. The Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Thanks a lot, Ben. That was uh, that was nice, wasn't it? You enjoyed that, didn't you, lads? Superb. He had a lovely moustache. He did have Second a lovely moustache. Yeah, he did. It talked. It talked well. It talked well. I'll tell you what, Ash. In uh, in riposte to your stat attack, uh, it turns out that in 1984, Cardiff were sponsored by the maker of Super Ted, and used to. Do you remember the emblem on the front of the Super Ted shirt? Uh, Super Ted. Did I remember it? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Cardiff used to have the Super Ted shirt. It actually looks banging. It looks like one of those kits that'll stick with us. But anyway, that's enough about bloody Cardiff. Right. It's not enough about Cardiff because guess what's coming up now? Let's talk about Cardiff. All right, Dave, <laughs> talk to me. Yes. Are we going to get anything there, really? Positive pants on Dave. I don't know. I know. I know. I'm desperately thinking if I exhale long enough, I might come up with an opinion. Um, it's not helped. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't done enough 
researching what's what's happened with Cardiff in the summer apart from they had a player sacked the other day for mysterious circumstances. I don't know a lot about what's happened. They were there or thereabouts last season, but made an arse of it at the end. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> that was as good as Ash's stat, stat attack. That was. Oh, well, if you want, to, if you want, I can do his stats. Yeah, um, <laughs> Whoa, whoa, that's my job. Whoa, don't, don't, don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right, so okay, let, let's, bring this, let's bring this back to Wendy, Dave. So the, the Mendes Lang situation. Uh, yes. We we've had a player in this sort of situation before in uh, in terms of Adam Proudlock, who was mysteriously sacked from the. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the club. I mean, bear in mind, we're now in an era of social media. That's going to come out, isn't it? We're going to get the juicy gossip on that, aren't we? I'd like to think so. I don't think people can uh, can help themselves if, if they know a little bit about something and can tweet something or message something or screenshot a photo or something. And, and even if even if they don't, people are going to make it up anyway, aren't they? Um, whatever's happened's happened. And he was a cracking player and he probably still is a cracking player and he's either done something daft or he's got something going on. It's... It, <laughs> From a completely selfish point of view, from a Wednesday, it's it's useful that he's not going to be playing, and um, yeah. he probably would have been playing. And probably would have been uh, a useful player for them. Um, if it has been something that's been club discipline related in in any way, shape, or form, it's probably disruptive to the camp, especially if he's been part of their plans. So yeah, it's I it, it could be it should play in our favour. I really it really should. Um, but that, that's it. Um, and we can look to sign him or look for at Chance Series um, Instagram feed or whatever it is to have indications of who we're signing next. So if, yeah. if he starts following him, then it's probably going to be him or Paul Chuckle that we're going to sign. I mean, uh, Simon, I mean, uh, Cardiff's a difficult fixture to get for the opening game of the season, isn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. Luckily, we haven't got to go there, is it? So it's not one of the 1,500 miles I'm going to be sticking on my car over the last so many games. It's an hour and a half for me, mate. It's, it's literally... Hey, it's all right for you. I'm, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, I worked there last weekend. Oh. It, I mean, we, when, we, when we played them at their place uh, last season, it was when we had the... Uh, was it, is it Tomlin? Who's the guy who plays in midfield? And he sort like of... Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, apparently yeah. he's not playing at the weekend as well. He's yeah, the, uh, like yeah, the star he's... jumper is questionable. Yes. Apparently, as yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, the star jumper is going to be in. But yeah. Lee yeah, Tomlin yeah. himself. I don't, think, the, I don't think Lee Tomlin was doing star jumps, mate. Yeah, he was he was yeah, kicking yeah. the ball in the back of the beans on toast. Yeah. Well, he was the one who actually went it down was, when it wasn't a foul, was it? It wasn't a foul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went actually, to that. I went. It was awful. I thought we played quite was it on Sky? I think yeah, I should it was. have watched it. It was. Yeah, but I made the trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is, it was pissing it up. It's one of those games where you say to yourself, "Thank God we can't go," because it's just, it's just one of those. It was a Friday night, wasn't it, mate? It was Friday night. Yeah, actually, wasn't yeah, it? it was Friday night. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those games that you wouldn't want to go to anyway, and we can't. It's not, it's not the best first game, is it? It's not the best first game, um, but. I don't know. We've not seen this team play properly, have we? There's been no pre-season, there's been no friendlies other than the Leicester game uh, and, and obviously the Walsall game. I don't think, like, I went onto the BBC website because normally by Thursday before games kick off the weekend, they have previews of the games and there's none. There's no previews of the games at all for any championship game, which seems really odd. There's nothing at all. So there's no previews. Um, I, I watched a bit of the press conference today, but again, they, they don't seem to because it's 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 Gary Monk's in his kitchen or something like that. 
you know, they, they don't seem to have the same sort of, if a press conference can have pizzazz, they don't, no, they, 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 they're very just very, oh yeah, we're doing this, very rehearsed. Um, it's not, it's not, but again, back to Cardiff, it's not a, the, the first game we would want, is it? You know, is it going to be three no. points? A, a draw would be nice. I mean, I, I think it's just, it's, it's just a, nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows. Like you said, we've had no preseason. We've, we're a minus 12 and we haven't really got our full squad, you thought at the minute, sorted. Yeah. Um, you don't know how Cardiff, but obviously you've alluded to what's happened in the news in the last week. Um, but it is, it's for every, for every game. That's why there's no previews because none of them well-paid journalists know fuck all, do they? <laughs> Same as everyone. You don't know what's going to happen. No. You no, just you're right. So every, every game that's coming up this weekend, um, because everyone's in the same boat, you still don't know that they got the transfer dealings done, have they had a good pre-season, they've played a couple of games, and that's it. So I think, for me, it's probably a good thing. I think it's a good thing to play them first, because I do think they'll be up there, thereabouts. Um, and we will, if it'll give us, if we come out with that with a, a nil-nil, a draw, or a good performance and a narrow loss, I think that'll do the squad a lot of good and the positive pants are on. And I think I think it will, yeah. I think it'll be a good thing. Rather than playing one of the lower-ranked teams who maybe we're fighting with relegation and we haven't had a good pre-season, we, and we absolutely balls it up. We end up losing 3-4-0, first game. What's that going to do? So... Against I think a, a Twitter better will implode on itself, won't it? Yeah, the cesspit. Yeah. I mean, oh, don't get me wrong, some stuff on Twitter absolutely makes me howl. There's so much good stuff on there. But then football, it's one of the worst things on there, regardless of the team, isn't it? If your team loses, signs the wrong player, signs a player. Um, so, yeah, it's it, nobody knows. So, I think by, what, what five o'clock on Saturday... Uh, I think we'll have another indicator of, of where the squad's going and how they've prepared and what really the long haul's going to be like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Dave, this... I mean, Ash, sorry, Dave, I'm going to come to you on this next one because this, this has got you written all over it. I mean, Ash, I've got to ask you, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows, you know, who's going to be who. Nobody knows how it's going to go. Are we still having a bet, though, Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, mate. <laughs> right then. So this next bit, uh, I put it out on Twitter earlier on. As you, as you know, we are the fans' podcast, so I wanted to get some fans' um, opinion on what's happening right now. So I put it out there earlier on to try and find because it's it's fantasy football time now. It's that time of year where you set up your team and then uh, forget about it for the next nine months. So I wanted to give you, you know, <laughs> wanted to give some good. I wanted to get some good examples of um of fantasy football team names some of the swans suggested on twitter were uh norfolk and chan siri yeah 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 i've got bannon and pineapple uh and then we've got izzy brown's boys that's good bally money wednesday uh dave you've come up with an absolute cracker there uh we've also got uh laura uh you know who, who's presented on this show she came up with d taxes thought that was quite funny um <laughs> And Dave, you, you've absolutely nailed me with this one. Urban Coochie Collective, absolute yeah. winner. Now, back now. Yeah, rumour has it that... Uh, That's you've a got throwback, isn't it? 
in it. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I, as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, that's fine. I mean, I've not spoke to my kids since I got home from work because I didn't do it. <laughs> Much more important things to do. So I kind of decided, I, I thought along sort of, I always like when you see fantasy football or five-a-side teams that are kind of played on other football teams. It's kind of like your Borussia Munching Flapjack and what have you. So yeah, yeah. I got, um, I'd uh, had uh, Maurice Ross County, um, Julian Burnley, uh, D. John Newsom and St. Ed Asayas. You, Dan, I've got a Luke Bowden-Bosch uh, and for the oh. uh, as Matt Pennystone Church. So that's just back to where I used to play. <laughs> Moving on, I've got Rage Against the Medine, uh, Dyer Bates, um, because that's more of a description, and the Trustful Monty. Uh, and just getting everything in there for uh, the kids out there, I've got Weds, Palmers, Lees and Rhodes. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's eight hours of work I've just listened to that, isn't it? Yep, that's it, that's it. Um, that's me done now. I'm signing off until January, um, and then I'll come back with some other chat. <laughs> right. I'm wow. Con- I'm con- that's impressive. I'm conscious of time now. So, does anybody have any other business? No. All right. So, that's, that, that, that means football <laughs> yeah. is actually happening right now. And, uh, you know, we've managed to bosh out over an hour's worth of show there. Uh, Simon, yes. hit me up with a prediction, please. Fucking hell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> give me a start while he thinks about it. <laughs> um, two on Wednesday. All right. Even the Cardiff guy went for one all. He went for a draw. <laughs> what about you, Dave? I'm going with a mustachioed Cardiff fan. I think one apiece as well. He did have a lovely tash. <laughs> uh, keep an eye on Twitter for that one. It's going to be a Bobby Dazzler. Ash, are you going to, uh, are you going to sell like five nil loss or something? Is that? I'm going to go for no, no. I'm going to go for a, a nil nil. I just don't. I just don't see where at the minute our goals are going to come from. So I'll be well happy with a nil nil. Um, and yeah, that'll uh, that'll be grand. <laughs> well, all right. Well, listen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you again, once again, to Alex and uh, Joe that joined us from the Sheffield Star. Stay tuned for more guests. Stay tuned for more fans this year. Uh, stay tuned for uh, segments that are only going to last three weeks. Uh, stay tuned for Ash's stats because they were uh, fucking spectacular. They were. <laughs> they were some lovely stuff. They were. <laughs> And I will watch see the you. feedback on Twitter, mate. It's gonna blow. <laughs> it's it's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be like that tweet that you put out, and only five hundred people saw it, and some other mug did it, and he got two and a half million views. <laughs> it's gonna be like that. <laughs> Being really polite, it was forty-eight people that saw mine, and I will be fine. Twitter's crap. Anyway, thanks a lot for joining us. See you later. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes 
while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.